Hi, I'm Laura Boswell. And I'm Peter Keegan. And there's the talented Mr B on sound. Welcome to Ask an Artist. Need help to take the leap and become a working artist? The sort that actually gets to make art and pay the bills at the same time? We're both that sort of artist. We pay our bills and we do it by making art. Every week we'll be using our personal experience to give help and advice in making art your proper job, whatever your family and friends may say. We'll be here to tackle everything from finances to finding a gallery, self-doubt to social media, the everyday practical stuff every artist needs to make a go of their artistic career. So, do you want to know how to find the right art fair for you and how to work your stand when you get there? In this episode, we're going to look at getting started along with some help with preparation and presentation. So art fairs are usually divided into three rough categories. Small local art fairs, which are very low-key and relatively cost-effective. Professionally run art fairs, which are entry through selection and sometimes require a payment of a higher fee. And finally, art fairs, where you have to belong to a gallery or professional artistic association to show your work. Now, today we're going to discuss small and local art fairs for the moment. Well, one of the nice things about starting local is that you're doing your research on your doorstep. Yeah. So I would be begin by visiting a few and finding out what kind of fairs they are and whether your work's going to fit in there because they do vary and they all have um, different stands with different kinds of people. So do do your research, go along, chat to the people who are showing there. Yeah, it's a bit like when you, you know, in, in the previous advice when we talked about visiting a gallery, you know, sometimes the art fair has to be right for you as much as a gallery has to be right for you. Um, you know, if your work is, is sort of a more a craft-based medium, are you seeing other similar types of mediums and, and show being on show or is it more of a fine? art setting in which case your work may or may not fit so go and visit go and speak and find out the, the kind of the logistical nuts and bolts Ooh, how do you I, enter can i leap in there having advised people to go and speak to the people uh, there is kind of an etiquette about asking advice from people who are showing their work bear in mind that they're there at the fair to sell and to make money mm. so there's a couple of things first of all if you're going to ask questions it's polite if you could buy something, a greetings card or something small. If you're going to ask people to give you advice at a show and they're selling something small that you can buy, mm. it's polite to buy something well, for their be, time. Be, be complimentary about be, their work. Yeah, yeah. Be, do to, I've had people ask me advice who haven't even bothered to look at my work, much less look, oh, make they any comment. They just make a beeline just for you. The other thing about it is that if you're chatting and you're asking questions and a customer arrives, fade into the background mm. immediately. Because that's the point of an art fair. It's, it's engaging with yeah. a public, a public that you may have not had face-to-face value before, have never seen your work before. And of course, your job as the artist is to showcase their work and hopefully sell it. So if you're getting in the way of that, stand back and let yeah, the artist totally. do their job. So do your research, but be polite about it. Um, and when you have found a fair that you think might work for you, then's the time to start approaching the fair organiser mm. and seeing about taking a pitch there. Now, lots they have um, quite often these different artists have different approaches and different etiquettes. Usually, it is for application, usually via email or through their website, um, or certainly if you've had some sort of face to face contact with them. They usually want to see what you do because I would say got... if they don't want to see what you do, then you don't want to be showing with them because mm. if they don't care 
then it's not going to be as strong a fair as if they are selecting. Sure. And, you know, when there are, and there are types of little art uh, opportunity to showcase your work, you know, it might be like a charity uh, event or it might be a, a school fair. You know, I've, one of the first art fairs I often did were, you know, the uh, the school had a charity fundraising where proceeds went to the school. And of course, they're a lot less, you know, picky and scrutinising of the work, but they obviously wanted to be of a good standard. And, you have that little bit of good in you yeah, that you're doing again, something it's good. like we always say there is absolutely no shame and a lot of sense in starting with small and local when you're setting out mm. so um yeah certainly the first fairs that i did were local ones um but it does require some preparation and planning that's yeah. very important isn't it Peter, oh very much so you, you've got to be You've got to have everything ready. You've got to turn up knowing exactly what to bring, how you're going to sort of lay your stuff out and how you're going to present your work at its best and fit in within the venue. Because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I've been to art fairs. I'm looking around and I'm very impressed with the way the artists are showcasing their work. And then you get one stand where yeah, they you haven't don't done want their to research, be that stand. Where they, not, there's, no, yeah. there's no information. They haven't got their name up. There's, there's no prices. They look massively disorganised as if they were sort of just woke up and realised that's where they have to be. And they do stand out. And of course, I look at their work slightly differently. They're obviously not oh, yeah. taking their work seriously. Yeah. They're not taking the whole event seriously. So back to your research, research it and turn up knowing what you're going to be delivering. Also, uh, the other thing about it is that if you are... The first craft fairs that I did, well, they were art and craft fairs and it was a mixed bag. So there were makers and there were some artists. And if you are going to take part in a fair which frankly if it's a local fair is more likely to be like that rather mm. than dedicated to maybe two-dimensional fine art mm-hmm. um you are going to have to display your wall art in a scenario that fits oh, in with course. all the others yeah, so you've got right. to think if you've got paintings or in my case prints how am i going to put those prints up so people can see them mm. now i have uh, the talented mr b as well as being our magnificent sound man is also uh, a bit of a whiz at carpentry and mm-hmm. he built me a beautiful stand folding stand that mm-hmm. i could use to display my work and the craft fair that i showed at hated it <laughs> did they? <laughs> they did they hated my stand they were always trying to get me not to use it um mr Tanted mr b doesn't look particularly happy about that no <laughs> no it was a lovely stand but it was a bit big and they thought it was in the way so do bear in mind that you need to discuss perhaps the logistics yes there'll usually be terms won't there you know, yeah the, the... they're usually pretty good on terms and conditions but it's probably worth giving them a call and saying look you knew, do know i'm bringing two-dimensional paintings that will need to go on a wall or something yeah, i yeah. will need yeah to hang i mean i think it says a lot i think those those art fairs and opportunity to showcase your work they will be incredible if they have this all written down already they will if you you yeah, express again, your interest it's a good sign if they if they take that yeah. in their stride yeah. if, if everything is, is is explicitly laid out and clear and you know exactly what's expected of you you're usually onto a good thing that they're going to do their best to showcase you in the best way but then it's down to you to be the organized one and not the ditzy one in the art yeah group. it's it's a sort of myth that the charmingly ditzy eccentric artist is <laughs> is a good thing in actual fact as soon as you start working towards becoming a, a a working artist paying the bills you will very quickly discover that what people are looking for is the professional business like yeah. one yeah. Um, so it's why that though um, it's trust i think they... it's trust and also reliability is everything mm. if you think about if you're organizing an art fair do you want the person that, that is there on time with a full kit ready to 
build a professional stand or do you want the one that floats up later yeah. with their creations expecting everyone else to work around them yeah. and later you know, I, mean, I know which one i'd choose yeah. so irrespective of yeah and i know who yeah. i wouldn't invite back next year to, totally. to be on my art totally. for sure so turning up being prepared i think let's just yeah, talk about think that through also think through how you want to present yourself at the fair if it's if you've got tabletops do you want a particular kind of cover for that table mm. how are you presenting stuff that you show for example i sell greetings cards at most of the shows that i i exhibit at and again talented mr b has built me a lovely card rack mm. and it's um it's a very professional card rack, but it's a world away from those wire racks that you see in shops. Yeah. People who are coming to buy your work in an art fair, they want the romance of buying direct from the artists. Mm. So think of giving them a taste of maybe your studio, or maybe yeah. a feel of your life as an artist yeah. in the way you present well, yourself. Well, I mean, that's exactly what I do. The, the art fairs that I have been involved with and, and, and still do, I, I do take that slice of artistic studio life with me. So I take my easel yes. and I'm dressed up in my apron with my palette and my uh, string of paints and sometimes my painting table and I will do a little bit of work. And yes, you really set the scene with yeah, your stand. Yeah, there is that you? kind of, I think people sort of stumble across me and they find me, oh look, there is, there's a working artist, the romantic, I mean, I'm short of a smock and a berry and a moustache and, you know, I think people... There's something you can work I'll on. I'll work towards time. that, I'll yeah, try and work. grow something. But, um, <laughs> but uh, it's, um, you know, it, it's the whole point of an art fair is to showcase your work at its best. That is what it, that's what it's about, to showcase to the public, here is my work, and to proudly show it at its best. Can I also say at this point, whatever else you do, for heaven's sake, put a price on things that are I for know. sale. Label them. It's, I don't know if, if the rest of you listening in other countries are the same, but in, in the UK, people would rather die than ask what <laughs> something costs. <laughs> Trust me, they will walk away from buying something yeah. rather than ask you what it costs. No, have it all there, you know. I've have been to, it labelled clearly. I've been to a show and they haven't had the artist's name up, and I want to find out who their name is if I've known them or if there's totally. anything for yes. me to make take Make sure away. you have. Make sure that you you do put your name up there. That's really really important. Always assume that people will be too shy to ask. Yeah, very much so. And I, something that you do really well, Laura, which I've noticed in the shows I've seen you, is you do this thing where I so say you, you answer the unasked question. And it's, you get Ooh. all these people sort of standing around looking at you and you you answer a question that none of, no one's asked, but they're... The, I didn't even notice that I did that. It's probably desperation to get but you, them to you, talk. You can see people are kind of curious looking at your work or looking at you cutting if you're demonstrating and you'll just simply go, well, what I'm doing here is I'm starting to do this, that yeah, and the other. And point. of course, what you yeah. do is you draw people in. And of course, when you get two or three heads stopped then two or three further heads will join and go, what's this going on? There's this dialogue. People love, you know, we love to eavesdrop and see what's going on. Yeah, I think you're good at that too. It, it's inviting the spectator into your world. Yeah, absolutely. And before they know it, they're drawn into what you're doing. But I should say at this point that also when you're starting out and you're doing your first fairs, don't be money orientated. It's lovely to sell, don't get me mm. wrong. But at this stage, it's also about learning and how to approach the public and you're building your reputation you're getting comfortable yeah, yeah so even if you don't sell and believe me i've done art fairs where i've sold nothing mm. 
it's all a learning process. There's always something you're taking away from that. Don't you think that's true? Yeah, and you and, and people are coming to art fairs not always to buy artwork, but they might be coming to find an artist who will would write for a magazine or to come and work with an education project or to look at funding. Those artists that are out doing art fairs are the proactive ones. They're the ones that are happy to put that work and that effort in. And people who come to art fairs are not just looking to buy artwork they may be looking for other things that no. artists can offer in different types of that services that said also these days people don't shop like they used to mm. when I first started out in the business it was a question see it on the wall buy it yeah. now it's often see it on the wall go home think about it yeah, yeah. contact the artist through the website and buy it later mm. so don't always you know you may sell months or even a year or two yeah. later to a person who's seen you at an art and it's, it's back to that it's what they call the experience economy is that they they almost I think one of the most wonderful things about buying art is when you buy a work of art, you're buying a bit of the artist, you know. And, you and, are, yes. And you want, and if that artist is there, you know, they actually want a bit of engagement with you. They want to find out about how you made it, why you made it. Tell me about the process and the materials. And that just enriches that whole, that commercial, that buying experience. Of course, that's setting some wonderful well, foundations invaluable. for them to take yeah. it away. So these sort of, these art fairs, whether big or small, is an opportunity for you to really engage with the public. It's not just selling. It's here's why I do it. Here's the passion. Here's the heart. Here's the sell. And they'll take that bit away with them as well as the work of art. Can we also just go back a little bit to practicalities? I'm thinking about the etiquette of working in what can often be a a rather difficult space or a confined space with other artists and makers. And I think my attitude would be is that you need to be really well prepared Mm -hmm. and you need to have everything you need. And it's a question of you don't don't be the needy one. You be the one that's got the stuff and yeah. is helpful. Be the useful, dependable one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that sounds a bit annoying that you get to be the one that offers your stuff to other people rather than the being the one that asks for help. But the point is that that'll be remembered. Yeah. Other artists are often a route to building your career and to opportunities Mm. and if you're the guy at the show who is the one that's got the hammer and will lend it Mm. people like that and you'll be networking and you'll be building up the organizer will love it yeah very much because when you turn up to these venues it might be it might be a marquee it might just be the village hall you are one of 10, 20, have, 50, 100 other yeah. artists. And, you know, you are a small segment of what is the mm. bigger show. And sometimes be aware of that, that it can't all be about you. You just need to slot well, in. Well, I have a horrible feeling well. that I've been asked back to art fairs because Mr. B is so useful. <laughs> <laughs> there you are, you so see. So it's not always about me, I think. Yeah. Sometimes top, it's top about... Top tip, take a talented friend with you that can help out and you'll be uh, invited back yeah, time be invited after time. Back. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's that's really important is to, um, to be willing to be cooperative with everyone everything the other thing is the thick skin Mm. because not everyone that goes to an art fair is there willingly they may have been dragged along by the family and do you mean husbands dragged along by their wives (laughs) surely not sexist peter i'm sure that it's the other way around as well (laughs) but yes you are going to encounter people at art fairs who aren't always going to be totally complimentary about your work. No, and that's just the art world. You know, there are people there that love your stuff and there are people who don't like it. And when you're at an art fair, sometimes they will tell you they don't like it. And yeah. and sometimes people, I think they don't quite realise well, that I what they... In an episode soon, we should talk about the thick skin yeah, and how, how to, to grow one. <laughs> how, to, how to protect and look after yourself. Yeah. I think people don't realise they're doing it. But, you know, as an artist, we really, 
we open ourselves up. This is our work. We've been slaving away in tears and passion and love. And we put it up there. And if someone says, oh, I don't like it for that reason. I mean, it can really, really hurt. I don't think they mean to be so hard and, 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 and cruel. I think sometimes that's just how it, how it feels. But that is what an art fair is all about. It's yeah. about feedback. Well, this is like we were saying before. It's, it's nice if you sell, but actually think about it as a learning yeah. opportunity yeah. and and learning how to plan how to be prepared how to be professional and how to deal with the public so peter have you got any advice for building up your contacts by going to art fairs well yeah absolutely i mean for me it's one of the most crucial points of going to an art fair as a as a commissioned portrait artist when I go to these fairs a lot of my work isn't for sale there are examples of the type of work that I do and of course I'm hoping to get you know work from from people commissioning me so the whole point of me being there is to give out information about how people can commission me and find out more about my work and for me to take the information from those people and parties who are interested but I think that's true for for anybody who's a snart fair you need to to grab every opportunity to build up your contact list you're there to you're there to see people you're there to meet people and you're there to try and get as much information from them as possible. So things like having a, an email list where you get people to sign and give their consent to, to give you their email um, and their name so you can follow up later with information about future events sure. that you're doing if, they have that, uh, if there's interest to do that. And whether you have... I think it's a very good idea to give them information. People love taking stuff. If they can't buy, they they want to take a bit of you. And whether that is a small business card or a flyer with some examples of some of the future events or courses or workshops you may be doing, they will take, take, take. Now, did I hear you saying that when you wrap things to take away, you always put business cards or something Oh, very much in? so. Any opportunity you can get something of you in their person Wrapping's in some quite way. important. That's something we haven't talked about. The fact that if anyone who buys your work at the fair, they've got to take it home with them. Yeah, there's that logistics of how you're going to get it back to the car. So yeah. wrapping it safely, whether it's with bubble wrap or cardboard, we're much more eco-friendly these days. You need to have that all with you. It's back to that kind of preparing kit. Having that good You need kit. to have that all there oh, with you. Oh, and for goodness sake, have a float with some change in it as well. Yeah, they never have the right change. Or, of course, the the card machines as well. That's all very, very important. We'll talk, I think, a lot more about this in the future. But you need that survival kit. Yes, you need to be able to take the money Mm -hmm. in a professional manner and and wrap your work well so that they can take it home. Um, Everything's to do with promoting yourself as a professional, capable artist, even if it's your first show look like you know what you're doing I think I'll finish off just by saying that one of the first shows I ever did um, I sold nothing and got no commissions out of it but seven years after that first show the person took my card and they pinned it onto their pin board and they were waiting for that moment for them that it was the right time the moment to commission and buy that work of art and that stayed on their pin board for seven years and I got the call and they found me through that very first art fair which is a good example it won't always happen necessarily at that day at that moment but had I not been there I wouldn't have got an amazingly big commission you would never have got that so Peter what's our takeaway from this week I think the biggest thing is to assemble your essential toolkit uh, for art fairs so a small kit whether it includes things like a hammer screwdriver with all the bits and bobs and the heads on it um, screws and pins and nails and blue tack and string super glue (laughs) all the things that you could possibly need just take it with you it's much better to have it and you may offer it to someone else if they've forgotten it it's much better to have it just in case can I just put in a little word for throat sweets and maybe headache pills oh yes you 
if you if it's a if it's a long show for two three four days you may be talking constantly so anything just to ease your way into that and to keep you going is highly recommended thank you for listening you can catch up with everything we've covered in this episode in our show notes at askanartistpodcast.com in the meantime please remember to rate us we especially like five star reviews because they keep us in business 